Welcome to The Divine Style with Jalinda Stella, personal stylist and spiritual mentor, and Alison Maiden, psychic medium and metaphysical teacher. Each episode, we share spiritual lessons to cultivate self-love and self-expression so you can become the best version of you. Welcome to The Divine Style. Today we are talking about the Akashic Records. Now, for some people, they would have absolutely no idea what that is. And I know a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have had a clue either. Uh, But now I have actually experienced um, the gift and the blessing that the Akashic Records do actually bring to my life. It's actually incredibly healing and powerful. Well, yes, I mean, a lot of people have probably heard the term, but not knowing what it is, have just thought, oh, it's one of those spiritual things, you know. (laughs) Um, But the Akashic Records is a place, it's like a gigantic library of life and it's on the mental plane and so anything that has been done here on this planet or indeed on other planets when we've had incarnations on other planets in the universe, everything is recorded and it's all held in the Akashic Records. So if you can work out how to access that, then you can actually look back into your past lives, your present life and because a lot of people believe that time doesn't really exist the way we think it does, your future lives as well. I know that's a bit mind-blowing, isn't it, when you think of it that way? Yeah, that does sound fun. Mm -hmm. Um, That would be great to be able to go forward, (laughs) especially now. I'm wondering whether actually this is where um, a lot of psychics can get their forward predictions from. I know that when I'm doing um, the uh, psychic readings, more so the mediumship readings, and I'm seeing into people's futures, I mean, it's got to come from somewhere, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, and, and over the years, that's proven to be very accurate as well with different aspects of, you know, um, am I going to sell my house? Yes, you'll sell it in September. And they sell it in September and it's going to be to a person that's... Actually, it's just happened. Oh, this is, just, this this is a great just story then. Okay. So um, I, I actually saw um, a divorced lady come in. Um, she had dark hair. She had two kids and she wanted to buy this person's house um, in September. And that was all going to happen. And she came in, she had her two kids, she had dark hair and she bought it straight away in September. So those things are there somewhere in the future. Otherwise, how could I see that? Incredible. Mm. That's very cool. I think when I heard about the Akashic Records, I understood it to be that that library sense and how we could go in. And I think when I first started doing it, it felt like it was my imagination. And I think this is something we've spoken about in the past when when you do start this spiritual work and even when you're in it, trying to decipher whether you're imagining it or you're not imagining it. And I love that you're always like, it's not, you're not imagining it. <laughs> Every time you think that, oh, am I just, you know, picturing this stuff in my head? Yeah, it's a, it's a fine line sometimes, I think, when two of you realise what is yours and what isn't Um, and that's only through a lot of practice and and just doing it really Um, when you start to get things drop into your mind um, that's definitely not yours when you're standing there washing the dishes and you're not thinking about anything at all and then suddenly a thought or a a situation will drop into your mind um, and then it happens you know maybe a few days later or, or even you know a few hours later then you know that's actually coming from the spirit guides that are trying to say hey you, you should be taking this road or you should be doing this and because we're distracting ourselves with other things in our life as we do um, we're not listening to them well they'll take the most 
sometimes surprising moments to do things, and it's normally when you're on the loo or something like that, you know, <laughs> when there's no one else talking to you. So I always get the best stuff on the toilet, I tell you. It's just it's always happening to me. So um, that, that's got to come from somewhere. So I, I feel as though the Akashic Ripples, and this is just a personal thing, you know, over the years um, when I've been studying these things, I've, I've taken lots of different trains of thought. And um, I've, I've sort of, as I've been experiencing uh, personal readings and also experiences, I'm going to tell you about an experience in a minute, which was like mind blowing. But um, when that's happened to me, I've gone, wow, okay, so I understand this now. I understand why it's there. And also, if we can learn how to access this, what a great help it is to be able to clear those patterns that repeat themselves constantly in our lives. And this is where we get the access to the past life healings from. It's from the Akashic Records. Great, and this is when we talk about there's Ascended Masters that work in this space as well to help in mm -hmm. this way. So tell me your story. I'd be very curious to know your experience. Well, so believe it or not, I spend more time in other people's lives than I do in my own. Oh no, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I very rarely have um, mind-blowing experiences when I'm doing meditations and things like that because nine times out of ten I'm actually taking those meditations and, and actually helping other people and so I don't get to experience it because you've got to hold the energy for people. Um, so I was at a, an appointment with an acupuncturist in Sydney and he was, um, he was amazing actually. He was a very knowledgeable he'd studied overseas with the monks and he was also a buddhist and he was a, a really lovely lovely man and i got along famously with him as soon as i walked through the door i knew the energy was going to be great because we were just on the same page had you gone there to access your akashic records not at all okay no actually i was i was having digestive problems at the time which you know as we know i'm allergic to everything <laughs> that walks talks and or doesn't, even plants, um, but I, I was having these issues with food and so um, a friend of mine said, why don't you try this um, fellow because he's really helped my sister and, you know, it's the normal referral type of thing. So I went along, not really expecting anything apart from acupuncture, and, um, and he actually said to me, I'm going to pop you in a room by yourself today and I'm going to do something slightly different. So we're going to do an emotional release along your spine. And I said, oh, that sounds interesting. Okay. So I lay on my tummy on the massage table and he put these needles down my spine. And at first it felt very uncomfortable and I was feeling like, I don't know if I like this, you know. And um, acupuncture I've never found very comfortable anyway. I don't know if you've ever It does feel it. weird. Yeah, it's, it's a bit never, strange. Yeah, I mean, it does move the energy in your body. Does. I mean, it's mm -hmm. healing and it's doing its job. But at the time, I was kind of thinking, do I, do I really want to put myself through this? Is how it was feeling. You it's know? just an unusual sensation. I it was a big release, actually, this, this particular procedure. I, I was starting to get a lot of emotion come up. And as the emotion was coming up, and I had a few tears, and I, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything I could think about consciously. It was just coming up, you know? And I thought, right. okay, this Not is Not a specific thing, just no, the emotion. It was just clearing, and I thought, oh, it was just a clearing. But I do remember thinking, um, just before this happened, I remember thinking, I wonder where this is coming from. Well, that was the right question to ask, wasn't it? So I found myself going down a tunnel and it was like I was no longer in my body. I was in a tunnel and I was going faster and faster through this tunnel and I, I was in then like a, a gigantic library. It was a room that had parquetry floors, but the parquetry was moving and changing 
like out of Harry Potter, like, you know, seriously. It was it was wow. moving and changing. And there was um, beautiful wooden um, carved bookshelves all over the place. And it was just, it was huge. It's as like a psychedelic as trip. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, with no drugs. It was quite interesting. Um, and I was standing in this amazing hall full of these, what looked like books, and there were spirits that were in there, um, spirit guides that were in there and there were monks and there were all these older sort of looking people um, and they were getting books out and they were looking inside the books and putting them back and and as I'm looking at this I'm getting goosebumps yeah, me too and <laughs> as I'm looking at this I'm thinking this is how they help us this is what they do they look to see what our plants are they look to see what our path is and then they come down and they go hey you're meant to be doing this not that right um, and then as, as soon as I had that thought, I was sucked back into my body so fast and I remember just seeing it getting smaller and smaller and the picture was going into, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I want to go back, I want to go back. And I've never been able to achieve that again. Wow. I've tried so many times. That's amazing. Mm. Well, so recently I found a prayer and I believe that, I remember the lady's surname's Howe. Can you remember her? She, she does a lot with the Akashic Records. Linda Howe. And she has like a prayer that you can say, an opening prayer and a closing prayer to access the Akashic Records. And so I thought I'll try it. Just, you never know what happened. So I sat just quietly in my room. I read the prayer, shut my eyes, and I couldn't tell you how long I was uh, gone for, but I did feel some ascended masters come towards me and some spirit guides. And I got shown the most incredible thing because I was asking why I couldn't feel sort of subtle energy. Uh, and they showed me that it was sort of through my different, um, not only my lifetime, so I went back to the womb and then I went to my mother when she was a child and then I went to her father when he was a child. Mm. And they, they were able to show me so much stuff that I couldn't have even, uh, my imagination couldn't have taken me to these places. Mm. And I got to see my great grandfather and we had a conversation around what had, what had taken place in order for me to be blocked from this energy. And it was, I, I, like I said, I couldn't tell you how long I was in there. And when I came out, I came out with this profound sense of not only um, love for myself, but understanding and, and appreciation. And instead of that judgment, instead of being mad at myself for right. not being able to sense as much as I wanted to. I think that it's a really good point that you're bringing up, actually, is that we, we do beat ourselves up a lot, you know, with anything that we're doing. And I think the most important thing to recognise is that every single thing that's happening to you in your life is stemmed from something and that you are sometimes the, the warrior or the person that's come in as a warrior figure in your family to maybe defeat that DNA, to, to get rid of those family patterns that has followed you. And I think this is a whole other podcast. You we know, will have to do this. We'll have to do this one. Um, but to, to be able to be strong enough or to be insightful enough to move past those patterns and past those fears and think that, you know, I'm always going to be like this. This is, you know, it's the poor me, unfortunately. Yes. It's the victim mentality yes. where you just think, oh, my life is so bad, it's always going to be this bad. And instead of going, well, hey, I've got the tools, I can fix it, I can do something about it. Um, and, and, and in every family, you're going to have one person that does this, you know. And whether or not they can actually access what they need to in that lifetime, I think greatly depends on the people that are around them or attracted in um, to them. So uh, I've worked with many people that have had family issues that through them have been completely resolved by doing the past life healing. 
for instance. Incredible. And it's been quite amazing that when you yourself are no longer provoking or acting in a way that is, um, you know, I suppose, uh, for instance, if I'm going to say, I don't want to blame anybody with this, I've been trying to be careful about what I say. But if you have family members who always do and say the same thing, it's, it's like a constant pattern. And then you respond in a certain way yes. and then it escalates and then it goes to the next level and then it always ends up going back to that same spot. Every time you see each other again, we're back into the argument and we're back into the moving, you know, uh, around in the circle basically. Is all, because you never get any further with it. Um, whereas when people come to me and they heal the aspect of themselves that is being affected by their family. So the family member doesn't change. Yes. But the way you respond does because you're no longer triggered by whatever that lesson was. And it can be lessons of self-esteem, normally is, lessons of self-love and self-worth. Um, and then once that lesson has been resolved within yourself, whatever that family member is doing or saying, it, it doesn't trigger you anymore. It's just like you can go, okay, that's your stuff. This is my stuff, I'm okay with that, you know. And the Akashic Records are a great way to access this to heal. Exactly right, because at some point, you and that family member would have had an issue in the past, right? <laughs> so, um, and, and I, I do it plenty of times with people, is that we'll go into why you have been pulled into this family. A lot of people feel as though they are not belonging on this planet. They, they feel like they've come from somewhere else, they feel like aliens, they probably are, um, and they just do not feel they fit in with the other family members. And you could have, you know, out of a family of four people, you may have three that fit perfectly together and there'll be one over here that they think they think's adopted because there's just no way that they would be, um, you know, emotionally or even spiritually connected to their family. And so they're normally the people I get to see because they're like, I don't feel like I fit anywhere, or, you know. Uh, and then they find their like-minded souls and they find their soul tribe and their soul family and they, they start to figure out that they're in here for a bigger purpose. And when you've come for a bigger purpose, it's like you've got to decide for yourself to heal yourself first mm -hmm. and then you can start healing others and then you're going to be healing the whole of humanity and the whole of the planet. And they are the light workers. This is what we call light workers. So if you're a light worker, you're going to feel like you don't fit in. You're going to feel like you've got tons of past lives there that need to be addressed. You probably have had dreams about the Akashic Records. You've probably had dreams about your past lives. A lot of the time, your spirit guides are going to access past lives through your dreams where you'll wake up and think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I had that. I was back in London, you know, I saw the cobblestones. I saw 1920s, yes, yeah. like that. And you yeah. think, why would I dream that? I haven't even been watching any TV shows like that or anything like that. So there's nothing that could have triggered you. So this is coming from past life memories that are deliberately being sent to you so that you can then have a look at it in a more practical way and say, oh, well, it, it happened to me back then. It may not be in the same way this life because, of course, modern times, you know, you're not going to be run over by a horse. <laughs> it might <laughs> be a car yeah. this time around, you know, but the, the injuries could be the same. So, and, and this is the thing, once the pattern starts to going through different eras, it's going to be the same outcome, but a different way of getting there. One that I did, which was always fascinating to me, was a gentleman who couldn't fly. He didn't want to fly. He was so adamant that he, he, every time he got on a plane, he wanted to go, he wanted to go, but he would vomit. 
As soon as he got oh, off the plane, no. even before they closed the doors, anything, he would vomit and he'd have to get off. He would be so sick. And uh, he actually came to me and he said, look, I know that this is a fear of flying. I know it's not logical. I know that people fly every day. He said, my goodness, you know, I, I have my colleagues, they fly backwards and forwards all the time. And this was affecting his work. He was going to have to change careers because he couldn't do his job, you know, because he had to fly and stay. So... Um, we went back through, and, and you know that a lot of people go, oh yeah, but that's just a normal kind of thing you think about. He was a World War II pilot, he got shot down. But in actual fact, in this one, he didn't get shot down. Oh. No. But his guilt over shooting other oh, people down. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. So he was this really lovely individual you know, that was forced into a war-type scenario, and um, and it was World War Two, and he was English, and he was um, a, a male, a air pilot in, in the war there, and he had, um, he said, you know, when he was um, under hypnosis with me, he said, oh, you've got, um, you've got to understand that it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, and and I and I was saying to him, who are you? Who were you? And he gave his name. Okay, now I won't tell you his name, but he gave his name in this particular scenario. And we afterwards were able to track it. Incredible. We actually found that person. Okay, and we when we did look it up and we tracked it, that just, he cried like a baby. He said, I can't believe that this was real. I can't believe it was real. And I said, it was real. That was you. So here, here you go. And we found the, you know, the story. Um, and uh, it turns out that he ended up um, passing in the war, but it wasn't while he was flying. He passed on the ground um, during a bombing raid in London. But it was all connected together. That every time he went on the plane, he felt physically sick about what he'd done whilst he was a pilot in that war. How incredible too, because like you said about healing in your DNA, like that would have healed at a cellular level. So even his body would have felt better from that healing. He, he could fly after that. Yeah. He didn't have feel sick anymore. Uh, I, <laughs> it was quite funny because I actually rang him after he took his first trip and it was a really quick trip. It was a 20 minute one. <laughs> I said, let's start with a small one, right? Yeah. 20 minutes. Um, and he, he got to his destination and he rang me. He said, I can't believe it. I didn't feel sick once. In fact, I actually enjoyed it. I looked out the window wow. and he said I enjoyed it. And so um, it, it cleared him to that degree. But he, this guy was a total sceptic and he came to me out of absolute desperation, you know, because um, he didn't know where else to go. So when we're looking at these types of things, the Akashic Records can work in our favour because it's there to help us to overcome those um, past life issues that we brought forward with us into this lifetime. And if we can actually clear our karma to that degree, our life becomes a lot easier, you know, so we don't have those things blocking us all the time, those fears, if you like. Because it is, nor normally you'd say it's a rational fear, yeah. but it's not irrational if it's real and it's happened to you in the past. Just because it's not in this body doesn't mean it's not a real fear. Exactly, it's like PTSD, just from a past life. Yeah, pretty but much. It is incredible to be able to go back and, and face your fears mm. in that way. 
And it's really what it comes down to, being willing to even face them. Uh, and I think too, it's really important for people to know that however you experience going into these Akashic Records, it's your journey, it's your space. So there isn't a right or wrong. Like we said, we had two very different experiences. And I've been in again and had another completely different experience where I was, I was surrounded by guides and they were really just giving me beautiful words of wisdom and you know it might not look or sound what you're expecting if it's your own journey yeah exactly i think it's good to be able to explore these things with someone who can hold your hand whilst you're going through the process Um, particularly if you're starting to access memories that are quite traumatic and um, i I actually had a really amazing uh, past life healer when i was younger Um, who took me through many, many lives. Um, And, I mean, we're talking about when I was in my early 20s. And I was in the ambulance service and I'd had a really bad week. I'd had several people pass. Um, And you might think as a a paramedic, yeah, you're going to see that. You're going to, you know, you should be used to death or you should be used to that happening. But in this instance, it was um, all children. Mm. And it was one job after another. And I just couldn't believe it. By the time I got to day seven, I'm thinking, my gosh, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. It's... I'm going to have to go and leave. I just can't face another day of this. And um, then I, I decided that I was going to do something about it because it was causing me anxiety. And it was also, because I had three young children at the time, it was causing me anxiety about my kids. So it was starting to affect me on, on this level. Even though my kids were healthy and everything was fine, it was just that I could see what was happening to other people's children. It was instilling a lot of fear in me. Um, and so I went and spoke to a psychologist and Believe me, psychologists are worth their weight in gold. They're very good people. Um, And that was okay. And it reassured me on one level, but it still wasn't getting to the deep core of where this was coming from. Yeah, you're like, what's the reflection? Why is it hitting me so hard? Yeah, where's Mm. it it going to end? You know, how am I going to get through this? And uh, and funnily enough, I said to my guides, I really need to find out what what this is from, what life this is from, because I've always believed in this. And, uh, And I was coming out, I was doing the family shopping, you know, boring stuff and I was coming out and this newspaper this is back in the day by the way <laughs> this newspaper flew up off the ground and it hit me and it wrapped around my face I'm not joking and I pulled it down and there was an advert for this lady past life regression no Akashic records yeah yeah it literally and hit you in the face it was literally wrapped around my head it was hilarious and so I went right. And That's I, not a sign. I know. That's brilliant. It was fabulous. And the lady's name was Annie O'Grady, and I'm sure she won't mind me mentioning her name, but she was brilliant, brilliant. And she was writing a book at the time called um, Keys for Change. And I took up a whole chapter in her book because I went through so many different lives. But, uh, you know, when, we, when we're accessing with people that can really have the gift of accessing the Akashic Records, there's nothing that can stop your healing when you've got that really good practitioner that can do it. Amazing. Yeah, thank you. That's exactly, you don't have to do it on your own. And, it, oh, no. and and like you said, some of the stuff that could come up could be quite traumatic as well. And doing that on your own is quite difficult. Yeah, I had a lot of, because as you know, I'm very sensitive to, I feel pain from things very easily and that sort of thing. And so I felt every every which way that I died, oh, <laughs> it, was, it was quite painful. And self-actualization where I had welts going across my throat when my throat was cut in one life. Whoa. It was crazy. There was a lot going on during that period of my oh, life. Oh, I'm glad I haven't had that when I've done it on my own then. <laughs> <laughs> They've been gentle. My guides have been gentle with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Oh. No, with, not with me. It's always all or nothing. Um, <laughs> but no, I absolutely, I think that it's it's a wonderful tool. We need to um, we need to use it more, and I think more and more people would benefit from doing it. Um, and just to start with, you know, have a look at maybe look it up. Look it up, Akashic Records. Um, have a look for yourself. The giant library of the universe, where everything is kept, and including all of your past, your present, and your future lifetimes. And that way, you can not only um, maybe gain some insight for yourself, but also help your family and help your everyday life. I think it's a wonderful tool. Yeah, to heal you all the way into the now. Thanks for listening to The Divine Style with Jalinda Stella and Alison Maiden. You can ask questions or find out more at jalinda.com.au or alisonmaiden.com.